Welcome to YesPHX Presents, a 48 Startup Production. In this series, the YesPHX community comes together to promote, build, and highlight small business and startups in the greater Phoenix area. Catch the full series on iTunes or YesPHX.com, and be sure to catch the pop-up podcasts at Basecamp at Phoenix Startup Week, February 19th through 23rd. Welcome to YesPHX Presents. JP Taxman hosts today's episode, which is an interview with one of Phoenix Startup Week's speakers, Quinn Tempest. She will be speaking on rocketing your productivity. Be sure to catch her and many more at Phoenix Startup Week. We hope you enjoy today's YesPHX podcast. Thanks everyone for joining. I'm with Quinn Tempest. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the hashtag SPHX Presents podcast. We're going over talking to some of the speakers who are going to be talking at Startup Week this year, which is pretty exciting. And we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, you'll you'll get to know Quinn as we go, and we're going to go over a lot of what she does and who she is. Uh, but to start off. Uh, in light of the launch for SpaceX of the Falcon Heavy, which was awesome, by the way, wasn't it? it was wasn't so cool. you watched it? Did you watch it live? Yeah, I think my favorite part was when they landed the boosters back on Earth, right? Like simultaneously. So I was watching yeah. a, an interview w- with Elon, and he was like, "I did not think it was going to go that well," and like yeah. seeing it perform just as a simulation was just nuts. I just him. thought it was cool because if you watched the live stream, you know they had calls to action to join them on Twitter and Facebook. And it just felt like NASA came into the new age with like social media, even though it's not NASA, it's just like, you know, an evolved space launch into Uh our new time. So I thought that was really cool. And obviously the science behind it's amazing. So no doubt, no doubt. Um, So in light of that, Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for you. Okay. If, you got a ticket from SpaceX. Okay. You wanted this ticket. Yeah. And a ticket to, to Mars. Okay. A ticket to Mars. And you get to choose one of four options okay. for this ticket. Tricky. Uh-huh. So the first is the most dangerous with the highest risk of death and probably not coming back ever. Oh goodness. <laughs> um those are the downsides. That's my first choice. That's your first choice. But there are there are upsides. There okay. are upsides. So the upsides are you also get a if you do make it, mm-hmm. you get to set up society there, be a big leader, yeah. and like help spur. Okay. You know, yeah. you also get to be known throughout history, oh, right? Wow. Because yeah. you're first you person land on Mars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty cool stuff. So that's the first ticket. Uh, second ticket is or opportunity, sorry, chance, whatever you want to do, uh, is slightly less dangerous. Okay. Um, they have some of the a lot more of the bugs worked out. They yeah. know where they went wrong. <laughs> Um, Did you think these all up yourself? I did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can probably come back in like ten years, okay. maybe. So less glory. Yeah, less glory. You okay. kind of you you go, you just fit well, into society. Glory, but then you come back and you get like the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you also get like a good leadership position in the society, and um, you can go to Mars. Okay? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then the third trip. Least likely chance of death. Okay. 
okay. It's kind of just like a, it's routine now. Yeah. You can go, probably come back in two years once you go. Okay. Uh, and you kind of just got to go fit into whatever has been built. Hmm. And then the last is you can just gift your ticket to someone else. You don't, you don't have to go. Okay. Well, I mean, the third option, I'm kind of reading it as you're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like the third option is kind of appealing because you get to go and it's set up, but then you don't get the glory. But honestly, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like other people would want this way more than I would. Mm, mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just kind of figuring out life on earth. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm 31 yeah. years into it and I'm still figuring it out. So As we all are. I, think. I feel like there are people, be people that would really want it. And I think I would gift it to someone, but I think I would want a ride with Starman in that Tesla Roadster that they, they put up there. Uh, As long as they put that, the top huh? down. But <laughs> I mean, that would be cool because you go do like an orbit around, like that would be cool, right? You go up, you do a ride with Starman and then you come back. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. I, I think, think, I, think I'll, I don't want to do like the hyper sleep and going to Mars. <laughs> no, not so much for that. There's a lot of complications. Yeah, yeah. Get all like achy when you wake up. Yeah, when I saw yeah. that movie Passengers, you know what happens when you get stuck. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Yes, we do indeed. Not ideal. Yeah. Uh, cool. Awesome. I like it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next question. Yes. Uh, is this about space? This one's not about space. Oh, okay. No, no more about space. Okay, cool. Uh, just like to start it off and then like a different note, you know, sure, yeah. most I people like ask it. the same questions in podcasts and I like yeah. to not do that. Yeah, no, very, very timely. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, what are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? I feel like I caught myself like feeling very grateful. I think mm-hmm. it was not this weekend, but the past weekend. And my husband and I had rode our bikes pretty far. So we live downtown Phoenix. We don't own cars. Nice. I like it. So yeah, so we bike. No, wait, 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 wait. You don't own a car? No, neither of us. Wow. You, but know you know there's more to Phoenix than downtown, right? Is there? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, slowly but surely, I'm becoming the same way. Yeah, like, well, I move next to Lux. It doesn't mean that I don't go anywhere. It sure. just means that I don't own a car. I got you. So, uh, so we were biking, and we biked all the way over to Oso in Arcadia, which uh-huh. is a bit of a trek. Yeah. Uh, but on a Sunday, it's not too bad because there's not much traffic. So sure. my friend was having her 28th birthday. And so they went on a different route. We went uh-huh. there and met them. and it's, But it was just so nice. Like, I felt grateful for having the lifestyle that I have of walking yeah. and biking yeah. and then having such a great group of friends. Very healthy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we all yeah. have kind of like similar ideals and many of us live in downtown or near downtown totally. and are creative and mm-hmm. active and involved as well as mm-hmm. our, in our mm-hmm. city. So I think I just had kind of a rush of a moment of like all the decisions that I made in the past, what, seven years have led me to being really content with mm-hmm. my life and the people in it. Totally. I mean, friendships are so important, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, to our well-being and community. And mm-hmm. That's, you know, what a lot of Startup Week is about, and yeah. as well as the SPHX, yeah. is um, bringing people together and helping each other out and being uh, supportive of one yeah, another. Yeah, learning from one another yeah. and from, you know, each of our experiences and yeah. how we can take that and grow on it for our yeah, own. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And so I'm going to lead into another question that I was mm-hmm. going to get into later, but I think now is a good time mm-hmm. because you do, um, oh man. What? Did you, did you I forget the question? Name. No, this could be Phoenix. I forgot <laughs> oh, the yeah, name. This could be it just yeah. slipped my mind. No, okay. um, yeah. This could be Phoenix. Uh-huh. So yeah, tell us uh, a little bit more about that because you're one of the founders, right? Yeah. And so my husband and I started mm-hmm. it when we were not husband and wife, <laughs> many years ago. Uh-huh. 
and I think it's been almost four now or wow. over four. Mm -hmm. And it was it really grew out of our love for downtown Phoenix mm -hmm. and our kind of excitement about getting involved. Mm -hmm. And we would be going to all these community events and things where people in the in the community were talking about what they were doing to make downtown better. Mm -hmm. And so we just got really excited and decided, why don't we do something? And so my background obviously is in marketing and design. He's an architect. And so we said, well, what could we do that would make an impact? So one of the things that would always come up for us whenever we were walking downtown was there were tons of empty lots and vacant buildings, as you know, and but not as much anymore. But yeah. back then yeah. there were tons. And so we would always walk around and we would have these conversations that would always start with, you know, that could be or this could be or, that. you know, that could be a great grocery it. store. Uh -huh. or that could be, you know, which we're getting now. Right. Finally. In here. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of the refrain was this could uh -huh. be that could be. And so finally we said, well, that's a perfect name for this could be Phoenix because we wanted to kind of help people envision what their downtown could look like and also allow them to be part of the conversation and shaping what that could be. So, mm -hmm. you know, Ryan has this amazing skill of rendering buildings because he's an architect. So we would look at, you know, vacant lots, empty buildings, and he would actually render what it could look like. And oh, then that's we would so get, cool. Yeah, I'll so we would get all me. this feedback. And yeah. I did the digital part and the social part. So sure. we grew like this huge following without trying really. And people just got really excited. And so, and I think it hit at the right mm. time too, because people were interested yet hesitant about downtown Phoenix. Mm -hmm. so I don't know. Did you grow up here? I did not grow up here. Okay. I wish I'd grew up here. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. I mean, everyone hated sure, it. Like no sure, one came sure. downtown. You hear all these horror stories. Yeah, yeah. But so when we started this could be Phoenix, it was kind of at that cusp of sure. people still didn't trust it. People were like, what? People live there. Mm -hmm. People don't just leave after five o'clock. Mm -hmm. And so we felt like we were really part of changing the narrative mm -hmm. uh, and perception of downtown Phoenix. Now it's kind of different because it's four years later. Mm -hmm. We're married and. I'm more focused on my business now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm also kind of, I'm more involved at the city level versus oh, more what we're doing. We used to do publicly. Uh -huh. So that's kind of taken up more of my time. What have you been doing at the city level? So the mayor, Mayor Stanton, uh -huh. uh, appointed me to the commission overseeing tons of money for uh, transportation. So oh, voters wow. a couple years ago passed Prop 104, which uh -huh. is Transportation 2050 now. Sure. So that oversees all the light rail. It's like $36 billion over the next 35 years. So I'm the youngest person on the commission. I'm the only person who doesn't own a car. No kidding. And I represent transit users. So and that's you're the ideal person to do that. I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. guess. I think he thought so. so. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But it's been a challenge. I mean, you're living it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a challenge to be, like I said, the only person that doesn't own a car on a commission, uh. especially when people are from districts, like, you know, way up north that are completely beholden to their vehicles and mm -hmm. then I'm this little kind of scrappy downtown girl trying to get bike lanes put in so <laughs> right, it's right. been interesting and challenging uh -huh. but I feel like I'm making even more of a, a difference at that level than even sure. what we were doing with social media and blogging that's awesome I am curious what kind of bike do you have I have a papillonaire a papillonaire yeah that sounds very um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a mixy bike, so it's not a boy bike, it's not a girl bike, um, oh. but it kind of looks like a vintage it's bike. It's a PC. Yeah, <laughs> so it looks like an old um, vintage bike, so people always ask me if it's it's vintage, but it's not. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I want to see it sometime. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Uh, so what, what made you want to be a speaker at Startup Week? Well, so I've been speaking for 
quite a few years now. Mm. So I was director of marketing at an agency where I was traveling all over the country pretty steadily almost every month um, to teach workshops and to do presentations. But I, I felt like I had never really spoken here mm-hmm. in Phoenix. You know, I'm here all the time. I'm so active in the community. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I've just always been professionally leaving the state to go do these speaking engagements. Interesting. So, um, you know, I have friends that have been involved with Startup Week for a long time. Uh-huh. And I've always wanted to go. And I think I applied last year and I didn't get it. And so I applied again and I got picked. And Persistence pays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different, it was a completely different presentation. So, uh, right, right. Um, so I just, I really wanted to speak here. I wanted to start getting more involved Definitely. with my community in terms of my professional expertise, not mm-hmm. just kind of my personal excitement about downtown. Absolutely. Where I come from professionally and to share that knowledge. So that's kind of what what spurred it, and I'm excited to now connect with the startup community here a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I've been I've been involved for oh man, even there since beginning. Four years. <laughs> I don't know about the beginning, right. but yeah, the, the, the very early beginning of YesPHX. Okay. I've been there since the beginning of that, yeah. um, and since the growth of that, and I I love it. I love yeah. building this community and seeing what it's become and what it's going to become. Yeah, no, I've always felt a yeah. little bit. Not on the outside, but yeah. just not necessarily tapped in. Yeah. So I've made it kind of a, a goal for this year to just get to know people yeah. a little bit more and understand yeah. them. You know, because I don't necessarily think sure. I'm in the startup world. Yeah. I think that's always stopped me. So that's the thing, too, about hashtag SPHX yeah. and Startup Week. Um, well, Startup Week is a little different, but like mm-hmm. hashtag SPHX specifically yeah. gets like the it's startup kind of attached to it which right. is an aspect of it but it's really about entrepreneurship right, right? it's which really is about I feel like I'm right in. exactly yeah. and that's what it's supposed to be and it's it's hard because people you know throw things out there and start up and everyone has a different version of what startup means to them too, yeah no you know? i <laughs> even had a little kid at one point yeah. when i was applying because i was like okay do i fit into this because like for yeah. me a startup is you know tech industry focused right. on high growth growth like really quickly right that's and, like, like my, my world is world. not that world Mm-hmm. Even though I've been in that world, like it's mm-hmm. just not where I am now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, they yeah. want me if yeah. I'm not there. But. And it's so funny that that, that terminology has get, gotten tacked onto it. Because yeah. originally a startup was just someone who's starting a business, right? <laughs> starting up. Right, which I've done. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. So like, you've, you've run a startup in yeah. a sense, but not like this, you know, the, the fancy startup, like the Silicon Valley startup. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the, the lingo and terminology is so funny. Yeah, this, well, it is called Startup world. Week, so... Yeah, but again, it's it's about entrepreneurship. Yeah. You get a lot of people from a lot of different areas. Right, which is really this what I'm focusing on. So. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, I don't know if you talked about this, but give us a little teaser about mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yes. Not too much, because we want more okay. people to come up. Yes, of course. So, I believe the title of it, which I should know, is Scaling as a Solopreneur Through uh-huh. Productivity and Process. So it's gonna it's gonna be geared towards a solopreneur who yeah. wears many different hats, mm-hmm. you know, marketer slash um, accountant slash everything that they have to do and mm-hmm. we have to do in our business to run our business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it will apply to more than just that. I think it will apply to anyone really in a business setting who doesn't necessarily feel like they have a grasp on their day mm-hmm. and on their productivity. And mm-hmm. I've seen this so much in mm-hmm. you know in from 
agencies I worked with to my own clients to just people even on my Instagram, this is a topic they always want to talk about. With yeah, me. totally. And so I think it's it's really going to be mainly about shifting your mindset from being a freelancer who's mm-hmm. really focused on task to task, project to project, to becoming a really true entrepreneur mm-hmm. of focusing on growth, on focusing on scaling. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to argue and kind of share my insights on how to do that through productivity tips and hacks. Uh, and especially on creating processes that mm-hmm. can help you grow mm-hmm. and scale. And this is something that's just been near and dear to my heart for a long time, but especially mm-hmm. in the past, um, maybe like eight months where I've really focused on how can I make my day the best it can be, yeah. not necessarily doing more, but mm-hmm. doing doing more better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Doing the things that have the most impact, Right. focusing hard on them, getting them done, and then having more time to do other things you want to do. Yeah. Right? And That's I think what I try to hire. Try to exactly. I think day. it's easier yeah. said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've seen it be, be a struggle for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. so I, I thought I would share kind of some of the things I found that have worked for yeah. me. Um, and then what's, see if people can apply that. What's like a, what's a small one that's maybe not applied to business, maybe one in your personal life? Um, in my personal life. Yeah. Well, I think this is kind of a, one of the transitional professional soft personal. It's okay. just certain boundaries I have. Uh-huh. And I think that's something that a lot of people haven't figured out or a lot of people feel like they can't set boundaries because then it it kind of limits them, which mm-hmm. yes, it does, but that's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And so for me, my personal boundary is I won't ever check email on at nights or on the weekends. And I literally have a pause button that's in good. my email. So they're not allowed to come in. Oh, okay. Yeah, Cause then like, you'll be like, well, <laughs> just one more. Like right, I, yeah. that's an important one. I got to check it. But yeah, like, you no. don't get it. You don't think about but it. But it's not even, I think the yeah. thing that people don't understand, it's not just for you. Like those boundaries, right. those boundaries are to set expectations for, in my case, I'm service based. So mm. for my clients, yeah. so yes. they know they can't reach me on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And now I've even gone further and now this is going on the business side of things, but I actually only check my email like two to three times a day. And I have it in my signature of my email that I'll take one or two days to respond. So now my clients know, like, I'm not doing rush projects. If I am, I'm charging them. Yes. And I'm yeah. not always at their back and fall. Yeah. I do yeah. even have on my voicemail. Like, yeah. I hate voicemail. I don't yeah. know if you hate voicemail. But oh, I can't stand it. I don't understand it. Yeah. My mom leaves me voicemails. I know. Still, I know. My mom, I know. My mom too. I'm like, <laughs> mom, I told you this how many times. Yeah. I don't listen to it. No, Just, I, I call you back. I listen to a voicemail like a year. <laughs> no, I do use email though, and it like gives you a, a, yeah, a written yes. thing, which yeah. is kind of nice. I read my voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> so on my voicemail, I now have a boundary. I say I hate voicemail, something to that effect. Uh-huh. I probably don't say that, but I say I don't like voicemail. But feel free to send me an email, and I'm going to send you a link to my calendar so we can set up a time to talk. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, people feel like you have to call right back or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then I say if it's truly urgent, both on my email and my voicemail, just text me. And I've literally never had anyone do that. So I think it's just, it's a personal boundary yeah. for me to limit my working hours, but also to set expectations yeah. for other people. Yeah, I think I definitely need to do that. I'm going to take that advice. Yeah. I'm going to start applying it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. No so the presentation is going to have more stuff like that. Cool. I love it. I'm coming. Yeah. I'll be there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right up my alley. Nice. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, so you're a designer and a marketer, which yes. you kind of talked about mm-hmm. earlier for a brief second. Uh, what's your what's your design process look like? Oh gosh, so this is something I focused on a lot in the past few months. Uh-huh. So I've kind of I had a client that took up half my time for the past five years, and I've since moved on. Uh-huh. And so this has been 
kind of a big focus. And my process is pretty similar for all my design projects, but I actually have templates for them. So yeah. I have checklists, I have templates. I use a project management tool called Asana. I yes, I know Asana. Yep. So I basically copy that for every single nice. web design project, logo project, yeah. and I follow that. And I actually invite my clients into it too. I have scripts. Cool. So like, you know, every time you deliver a concept to a client, you're basically writing the same email. Yeah. So yeah. I have scripts written for all of those. Wow. So basically my process is so repeatable yeah. that it allows me to feel like I can be creative in the moment versus worrying about writing this email yeah. or what comes next. So my process literally is step-by-step step written out in my project management system. Uh -huh. um, but it really first starts with strategy because that's my background is in strategic marketing. So, yeah, so let's, let's go into that. What's yeah. your what's your marketing process look like a little bit? Um, Similar? Well, so totally different? It's, it's very similar. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, most of my projects have design included, so it's marketing mm -hmm. and design. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my selling point, too, to my clients <laughs> is, you know, when you're hiring me, you're hiring a strategic marketer who can design things. Right. So all my processes start usually with a discovery questionnaire. Mm -hmm. Sounds really simple, but it's super helpful. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. So <laughs> no I, I sit down and... I get, it's actually homework. I give my clients homework for about two You weeks. have to. You yeah. have to. Or else you're just going to be like lost in this muddle of nonsense and yeah. miscommunication. So I'd say I lean heavily on this discovery phase where they do their homework. They fill out the questionnaire. If there's design in it, they put together a Pinterest board. Mm. I put together styling options for them. We have a long hour and a half strategy call. And then only after that, when we've kind of aligned expectations mm -hmm. and figured out the strategy, then we move into actually creating content or creating a strategy or designing something. So I definitely focus heavily on that discovery and research phase. Nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, so what's, what's something you're really excited about that's happening in Phoenix? Oh, in Phoenix? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like so much is happening. So much has changed in the past couple of years. A ton. Years. It's so exciting to see. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, I'm just excited for, and I'm obviously biased, but for what's happening in downtown. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of negative voices about it right now with, all, you know, there's so many apartments coming in. There's yeah. a, they're all high priced. And yeah. I'm yeah. not saying those aren't valid. Here's my thing with the apartments. Okay. Yes. I don't mind the apartments so right. much. Like apartments are fine when you need places to live, mm -hmm. right? It brings people in, people are living here. Yeah. What gets me about it is that the apartments aren't giving retail space at the bottom for, oh, like, to go course. in. That's like my only thing with it. That's which, just bad development. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, come on, come on. Yeah, but, there are some projects coming in with it. Yes, like, there were yes, a couple of big ones that yes. didn't, and they were really messed up. Uh huh. So uh, I agree with you there. But yeah. overall, over the negative stuff, I think we're becoming a real city. Yeah. And the more people move down here, yeah, the more density we have, the more activity we have, the more businesses we mm -hmm. have, the more startups and entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and creative people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just excited to be here at this moment. You know, I've been excited Me for too. like four years, mm -hmm. where we saw the budding you know, fruits of these things kind of coming to fruition. Yeah. But now it's like happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like, oh my gosh, this is all the yeah. stuff that we've been trying to get for years and now it's starting it's to It's all happen. here and like yeah. more and more coming every day. I mean that's why I moved I moved to downtown three years ago now, mm -hmm. roughly. Maybe it's four. God, it's going by so fast. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see that building happen. And it's so cool to see that and be like, oh, people, look at all the people in the street at night. Yeah. You know, that would know, they were never here walking around right. three, four, or five years ago. Yeah. So I'm happy about yeah. that. And I think what 
I would like to continue to see is mm. our reputation change, not just within Phoenix, but mm. nationally, mm -hmm. which I think there have been seeds of it, but I still see that when I travel, it's just, you're from Phoenix. Like there's so many <laughs> preconceptions when you say that. Yeah. And I'm just excited for that to evolve as well. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else do you like to do in your your free time? My free Other time. Other than bike and bike, experience. Um, Phoenix. yoga. Is big yoga. Thing. You're a big yogi, huh? Yeah. So actually, I feel like that kind of started my entrepreneurial path. Actually. Really? Were you in a meditation or <laughs> no? So came, I decided made the decision. Yeah. yeah. So I lived in LA. Well, I went to college there. Worked mm -hmm. there after. Got really stressed out. Moved mm -hmm. back. And um, I ended up taking a year off mm -hmm. to go to a yoga teacher training. It was mm -hmm. a year-long program. It was mm -hmm. pretty intense. And so during that year, I kind of was thinking through, do I want to start my own business? What do I want to do after I'm done with this? And I started getting my first clients during that year mm -hmm. and figuring out what I wanted to offer. And so then by the end of the teacher training, I decided to start my own business. And that was seven years ago. And I've been doing it ever since. So well, you go. that's amazing. <laughs> and yoga is still a big yeah. part of my life. So. Yeah. Where do you do? You, do you do Bikram, Kundalini, just, just flow? Flow. Yeah. All right. Flow. Cool. Um, I go up to Urban Yoga off the Light Rail on Osborne and Central. I need to check that one out. Yeah. There's a closer one here. I've just gotten used to the, going up there, and they have tons of class times. Oh. So I like going oh. in the middle of the day. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you go in the middle of the day? I it breaks up to. my day. Working wise, oh. you know, because you're alone <laughs> if you're a solopreneur. At true, home, true. Some of the time, so yeah. um, you know, I'll go during the middle of the day to kind of break it up. Wow, that's amazing. If I, if I were to do that, I would never go. No, no. I if I if I have workouts in the middle of the day, like they won't get done. I'll be like, I'm gonna oh, work really? out at twelve, and then I'll come around and be like, uh, doing something else. Yeah. yeah. So it's either the beginning of the day. Okay. Or. Sometimes and they like I've been playing see, this basketball. Is, this is a really good point though, yeah. because you are so different than I am. Because I like to get all my creative work done in the morning. Mm. Um, but that's another thing when we talk about this presentation is yeah. like figuring out your schedule and like where you have yeah. energy and where you don't and yeah. where how you need to move your schedule around. Because some yeah. people aren't even aware of it. Oh no, totally. You know, like yeah. I like to do design in the morning or in mm. the evening, mm -hmm. and I am I'm basically asleep from two to four. <laughs> like we started really? this at four because like yeah. I wouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just were you sleeping before this? Were you napping? No, I wasn't sleeping. Oh. But I was, you know, I don't do like <laughs> design like, uh, work. Yeah. I don't do anything where I have to write. Like, yeah. And sometimes I honestly just take a bath and watch a movie. <laughs> Why not? I do the same thing. I'm like, all right. I just like went hard into a design or photo editing. I'm like, all right, time to just chill. Yeah. Like let's just put something on. Hang but once out. you're aware of like yeah. the time mm -hmm. that you're creative mm -hmm. or not, then yeah. you can schedule your time better. Totally, totally. Yeah, I, I do naps every, every almost every naps. day. I do naps. Hashtag, I do naps. I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's get that one going, trending yeah. on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, no, I have I have a full morning routine that I do, and yeah, I execute every morning that I just run through that, and then I don't have to think when I get up. It's just like, all right, yeah, meditate. Okay. Eat, you know, like grateful mine. journal. Mm -hmm. Get all I the things done that. that need to be get done for the day. Yeah, no, it feels good to have a routine. Right. Right, I highly recommend people check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so, let's say someone wants to say hello. Yes. Uh, or if they're really cool, maybe hire you. Oh, which would be they are kind really of cool. like yeah, right. <laughs> uh, where would they be able to find you on this amazing invention called the Well, internet? well, first let's talk about real life. Okay. Because okay. since we're talking about Startup Week, they can come at 
to my presentation. Right, which is when? Which okay. is February 20th at 6 p.m. Okay. I chose an evening one. Hopefully more people can film then. Oh, no. no, I think that was a smart decision. Yeah, yeah if you're getting off work, like who work yeah. all day, I'll go check that out. Or yeah. not in real life. They can come. Mm -hmm. I hang out on Instagram most of the time. So mm -hmm. Instagram, quinn.tempest or my website, quintempest.com. And we can connect there. Fantastic, Quinn. Yeah. Thank you so much You're for taking welcome. the time. Thank you. After your chill time. After my chill time. <laughs> After yes. your chill time. Very much appreciate it. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I agree. Startup week. I'll see you there. Yes, you will. That concludes this episode. Thank you for joining us today and catch you next time on Yes PHX Presents.